Then a prophet comes to Isaiah. He sends it. And if you notice, that was the end of this king. He was destroyed. Praise God. But my interest is in these words. The children are come to the bath. But there is no strength to bring forth. That's what we are going to call our sharing. I have shared it before. I felt the inspiration this morning about this same subject. Every time you take a subject like this, it may take a different turn. A different so he said, This day is a day of trouble. It is a day of rebuke and a day of blasphemy. Do you know we are in such a day? I want also to tell you that Laodicea is a day of trouble. It's a day of rebuke. It's a day of blasphemy. That is where we are. Amen. It's a day of trouble. A day of rebuke. A day of blasphemy. I want you to listen to this quote. It's an old quote. I've read it over and over again to this church. But I never get tired of reading it. It comes from the message, How Can I Overcome? And it goes like this. I was crossing an old log the other day. Uh, down a wash or what is called a hollow. And I jumped up on this log. On the outside, it looked good. Looked like a big old beach log. But when I jumped on it, oh, a great chunk of it fell off. It was really rotten and dirty. I said, that's the way Christians are becoming. They have been dead in sin and trespass. So long till become dirty. They can hold no weight. They don't know what overcoming means. And I begin to think of this text. Overcome. Keep life in you. How do we overcome? We overcome by keeping life in us. Which life? The life of Jesus Christ. 
the zoe the life of the Holy Spirit when you keep it in you you protect it in you that's how you overcome that's how much powerful you are you are that's how much strength you have your strength consists of the life that you have kept in you don't let it leak if you find there is a leakage there is a hole somewhere that is leaking that life maybe backbiting maybe lust maybe hatred maybe whatever it is you close that hole through repentance stop that thing amen so that you can protect the life of Christ in you Amen. Keep life in you. When life went out, that's what brought that log to that condition. See, and it made it worse than ever when it laid in the branch where the water was. And then there you take a Christian that is supposed to be a Christian let the life of God go from him and the experience the joy of serving Christ and living in a church where such is going on he wrote he rotens twice as quick, right living, right under. Why? Life has gone on. So if we are trying to follow the message of the hour, or at least this part of the message, we should live constantly in the life of Christ. See? Because if if it don't, you lay around and know that these things that you are supposed to do and don't do it. The Bible said that he that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him, it's sin. Then you become dirty. Rotten. When you are separated from the life of God. So strive with all that is in you. To stay in the life of Christ. That you would be fruit bearing. Amen. So children, students. But student, you have come to a time of going back to school. And uh, when you are there, that is where now the water is flowing. 
This log is laying where water is flowing. The worldism. And it's a shame. For you when you're at school. To find that your company. Your, your friends. Are not believers. But they are unbelievers. That shows what kind of spirit is in you. It shows what kind of spirit. It is seen enough. That is seen enough. Don't tell me you have not drank. Don't tell me you have not committed fornication. Don't tell me you have not done those things. Just to find out that your friends at school are unbelievers. Not believers, but unbelievers. Those are your closest people. Those are your friends. That is, reveals a lot. Brother Bram said, Brother Bram Yagamba, just show me who your friends are. I will tell you who you are. In other words, I may not be able to really scrutinize and discover who you are because you are good at camouflaging and pretend so you are difficult to be discovered. But let me know who your friends are. Those are enough to tell who you are. That's enough. Just find out who are the friends of this girl. At school, who are her friends? That is enough to tell. That is enough to tell. If it is the disco going group, the trouser wearing group. The fornicators. Abakaba. Those who escape at school. To go lancing. And those are her friends. That is enough to tell who this creature is. You can be known by your company. Show me who are your company. I'll tell you who you are. Amen. That is the word. That is the diagnosis. 
We can know this creature is a fallen creature. We can tell this is a non-believer hiding. We can tell this is a sinner. Although claims to be a believer, but we can know by her friends, by his friends, by his company, his group. Why is your choice the wrong people? It can tell who you are. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Also, Amen. Let us continue here. We see this age. That we are living in. It's one of the grandest ages of all ages. This laudation church age is the grandest of all the church ages. Because it's the ending of time and blending in with eternity. There has never been as an age like this age. It is the greatest. It is the best than every other age. It is an age where time is blending with eternity. Now, that is to the believer. Not to the unbeliever. Not to the make-believer. Not to the world. To the unbeliever, make-believer, to the world. It is the worst. It is the most rotten. It is the dirtiest. The filthy. Yes. There has never been a filthy age like this age. Never. But to the true believer, this is where eternity has come close and blended with time. Eternity has come so close. The presence of God is so near. So close. God is so close to his elect. That in any other age. This is the age. Where the Bible says. There will be great trouble. Than it has ever been. Upon, this face of the, upon the face of the earth. And in that day, Michael, 
the great prince who fights for thy people shall stand and every name that is written in the book shall be redeemed this is the age where Michael is commissioned to come and take action and take charge of the condition that the Elects of God will not be lost. But every name that is written in the book shall be redeemed. This is the age where God himself comes down to be the messenger of the church age. In every other age, it has been made with some anointing. But in this age, the Lord Himself shall descend with a shout and with a voice and with a trumpet. Praise God. And this is the age. And the Lord has. Fulfilled that. He has come down with a shout. And what is a shout? The shout is this message. The shout. The Lord Himself shall descend with a shout. The Lord Himself has descended with a shout. Amen. We can no longer read the scripture in He will descend. Like, like in future. It is not in future anymore. It is history. He descended with a shout. And the shout is the message of the hour. We assault people. We have had the shout. We have been called by the shout. That's what has called us out of the world. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. And the Trump is the power of this message giving the bride resurrection that is the voice with a shout and with a voice. The voice always brings resurrection. At the cross, when Jesus cried with a loud voice, the earth shook, and the grass opened, and the dead came out. When Jesus shouts, the dead comes out. When Jesus shouts, when Jesus shouts with a loud voice, with a voice. Shout voice, Trump. When he shouts with a loud voice, it means resurrection. At the cross, he cried with a loud voice. And the earth shook. And the graves opened. And the dead came out. Hallelujah. And at the tomb of Lazarus. The Bible says. And he cried. With a loud voice. Lazarus. 
This message has the voice of resurrection. Spiritual and physical. Resurrection will not come from some other messenger. Not from some other source. It will not come from heaven. It has already come from heaven. It is here in this message. This is where resurrection power and then with the trump of God and the trump of God always gathered Israel to the feast praise God and there is going to be a feast in the air after the dead are risen after the dead are risen this message will turn into the anointing that gathers us to the marriage supper and all the redeemed of all the ages shall be gathered there is going to be a gathering a gathering in the air at the marriage supper one of these days soon and very soon there is going to be a gathering of all our brethren that slept through the ages. We shall meet them. We shall shake hands with them. We shall fall in their bosom. Praise God at that moment in the air and that's when we shall see him face to face. We shall see the king. We shall see him as he is. Not in a dream now. Not in a vision. Not in a glass. But as he is. Hallelujah. Amen. As Peter saw him. As John walked with him. As his disciples walked with him. And they touched him. And they ate with him. We shall see him in the same way. Oh, and that's the greatest privilege in the Christian experiences to see Jesus as he is. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. We see the day. There's never been an age like this one. I'm saying the scripture, Revelation 10.1 that says the Lord himself shall descend is not future. It is taken place. It has already taken place. Now tell me in a better age than this age.
It is the grandest of ages. The Lodesha, this Lodesha church age is the grandest of all the ages because Wanga is the ending of time and the blending of eternity. Time is ending. Time is ending. Eternity is coming in. For the believer. One of these days. We shall not need watches. And calendars. Time is ending. Oh hallelujah. Amen. School days will be done. There shall not be no new moon. There shall be no night, no day. Time is done. It's gone. It is one eternal day. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, how sweet the thought. One eternal day. And the Lord Jesus will be the light of that city. In the city where the Lamb the, the city where there comes no Have a over there. And when free from toils and cares, I am going where the Lamb he is the Lord. Here we have days of sunshine, but we know that the sun that shines upon us now is so bright. We'll be changed to clouds and rains until we go to the city where the Lord is the Lord. Oh, hallelujah! Amen. Here we have our disappointments. One or two, one Disappointments, one Hallelujah! Amen. But there is coming an eternal day. It is one good day. It has no happy moments. Disappointments. No. Those things happen here. It has no bad season and good season. It has no sad moments and happy moments. It has no parties and, and funerals. It will be one good eternal day. Oh, hallelujah! Amen. Oh, I feel so good. It's good to feel good. Praise God. Amen. Now listen. Is the grandest of all. Mm. 
are the people who are going to witness this. We are the people who are going to witness the rapture the change of our bodies and the resurrection of the day and meeting Jesus in the earth. We are at the end of time. You may never see grandchildren. Some of you may never see children. You may never have children because time is ending. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Is the ending of time and blending of, of eternity. And then, is the greatest sinful age. Please. This is the type, the, the kind of day we are in. Is the Greatest sinful age. It's more sin in this age than there, there ever has been. And the powers of Satan is many times harder to fight against than it was in Mazibu Which powers? Manichi. Sin powers. Very hard to fight. Mazibu than any age. It's more sin in this age. Than there ever be. It is the age where the clergymen can be homosexuals. The clergymen. The bishops. Bishop. Homosexuals. Imagine. Homosexuals. And he's a, a leader. He is a father of people in religious matters. And he is a homosexual. I told you some time back, in this year, when Pope visited Chile, and 50 bishops of the Roman Catholic Church, Handed in their resignation letters. For being homosexuals. And they were saying they can no longer continue. When they have assaulted the boys. In their parishes, so many of them, 
that is the, this is the kind of the age. Tell me which age ever looked like this. And the Bible says, regardless of those evils, many will follow those false Shepherds. This is the age where a pastor can be discovered that for many years he has been pastoring and preaching to the people and claiming his imparting God's blessings upon them. And he has a concubine. And she is uh, in the same church. And they have been living together. And when it is discovered, he remains bold. And he says, now, he's going to officiate that marriage. And then, he will abuse his wife and blaspheme her before the people, before the nation, and undress her. And still people continue attending that church. To me, such evil men can be there. And it has happened before. But the people are expected to be sane enough but when a man does that, the people will leave him. They can no longer follow. Because they know that Christianity is a religion of righteousness. And that God is holy. And God is light. And that in him there is no darkness. But here people will continue following. And they hail him a champion. Even a politician, if he did that, people will turn away from him. People who are sane will turn away from him. And a sane politician, all a government with integrity, that politician resigns. I remember a commander of America over security uh, section. Uh, he 
He was discovered some years ago with an extra marital affair. He fell in such a scandal. And he resigned in tears. This is a commander of security in the army. He feels he has ashamed America. It's a great nation that should have its respect in the nations. So he was a, a, a senior person in the government. He should be an example. That's now a, a command, an, a, a, an army man. But now here is a pastor. There is no pastor in the country among the Pentecostals that has ever done such a scandal and then his ministry goes down. They've done scandals after scandals. And actually many of them have more than one wives. I've said they have. But they remain striving. They have never lost their ministries. Regardless of the different scandals. Some of them homosexual. Homosexual scandals. Some of them adulteries. Some of them separate with their wives. And marry others. And they remain with the congregation. And they remain prominent. This is an edge that is evil. There's never been an evil edge. A sinful edge. Then this edge. When sin is celebrated in the temple when sin is celebrated in religion, then you know now trouble is in. Today is a day where Jesus is crucified and Barabbas is celebrated. That shows a degraded nation. A fallen community. Engulfed and taken over by darkness. This is a time where people don't love truth. The Bible says they shall be lovers of Pleasure. More than lovers of God. 
having a form of godliness, but denying the this is where somebody will say I cannot belong to your church because you are Preachings are very hard. You refuse us to wear mini skirts. You refuse us to wear trousers. You refuse us to paint our sleeves. In other words, we can't belong to your church because you are against sin. Tell me a generation of people who can shun you for preaching against truth. I thought if anyone is godly he will love the preachers of truth. I'd rather say I am weak as a person. I have not managed to overcome it. But I don't want it. And I want to go where it is rebuked. Yes. Wow. That sounds better. That sounds sane. I hate what I'm doing. I have not yet received the strength of overcoming. But I agree with the word that says it is wrong. I will go where it is preached against. Paradiventure. One day, Lumu, God will give me strength of overcoming. That is a real sane person. But today, they say we cannot come to the church. That church is hard. They preach hard things. They are legalistic. They refuse us to wear makeup. And what is makeup? Wearing a false face. Putting colors on you yourself. Which colors God never made you like that. Manufactured in factory. Chemicals. That will cause you suffer cancer. Like you are blaming God. You ought to have made me with red lips. And with uh, a pale some of them paint themselves and they look like dead bodies. I've seen them literally looking like dead bodies. And they wear extra, you know, they are called eyelashes. And they look scary. 
You can almost run away. They can scare a child. Because they don't look human. They look like some pussycats. They look like they are going to. And with all that, they are looking for artificial beauty. That is sin. A woman in the Bible who went to put on those lunges when those, he had a man is coming. She went to, 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 to put on the color. The first woman to do that is Jezebel. And immediately she did it. When Jehu reached, he said, who is on the Lord's side? Push her down. Push her down. That should be eaten by dogs to fulfill the prophecy of Elijah. They pushed her with the colors on. And she was crushed. And the dogs ate her there. And the prophets of Elijah was fulfilled. Those women who are painting themselves. The Lord has already said. They are dog miss dog beats. Like Jezebel. This is the age where people celebrate sin and they hate good. It is in this age. Truth is not popular. We don't expect to attract masses. We don't expect that. Brother Bram said Brother Bram the bride will be a tiny group. God is not looking for quantity. He's looking for quality. Straight is the gate. And narrow is the way. And few be that will find. This is a terrible age. Back there in early ages. In the early ages. A Christian could for his profession of being Belonging to Christ. Could be beheaded for it. He could be killed. And put out of his misery. And go to meet God quickly. Just for confessing he's a Christian. They were burnt alive. They were, they were, they were, they were But now, 
The enemy has come in in the name of the church. And it is so deceiving. Listen. That time, the enemy killed you for confessing Christ. Today, the enemy is a church member. The enemy is a supporter of Christ's name. And he is wearing Christ's name. The same enemy that killed you then, today, is a believer. But it's the same enemy. He's an enemy. In other words, he has put on the skin that he once persecuted. And now he's a believer. And it's so deceiving. This is the age of deception. Today, you can marry a real unbeliever. Thinking you're marrying a daughter of God. Today. You can marry a real child of Satan. Thinking you're marrying a brother. A Christian. The enemy. Today. Is a church member. Member wakanisa. It never used to be that way. They are really worldly. And they are hearing me even right now. Some of them are students, they are here. They are really unbelievers and children of the devil. But they are called sisters. At their school, let there be a discord. You'll find them there dancing the things of the world. Some of them wear trousers when they are there. And when they are coming home, they keep them with their friends. And they put on the sheepskin. When they are coming back, they put on a sheepskin. They remember where they hung it. The day they entered school. Now that they are coming back home. They are coming back to church. They remember where they left. They hung the sheepskin. And wear it. And come as a sister. But at school. She is a real unbeliever. You find her feeding on filth in the disco at school. She's a crow. She's not a dove. A dove has no girl. 
Therefore, it never feeds on filthy things. It would kill her. But a hypocrite is an example of a crow. A crow feeds on clean things and dirty things. That's a hypocrite. The enemy has come in in the name of the church. And it is so deceiving. The enemy is a preacher. The enemy is a church leader. The enemy is in a choir. The enemy is a brother. Sister. Sister. And it's so deceiving. Don't say that is hard speaking. Yes, it is hard. But do you believe the Lord Jesus Christ? He is the author of these hard words. He said they shall deceive many to the extent that they can deceive the elect. The elect can be deceived. Can almost cannot be deceived. Can almost. That this is a brother. That is a sister. sister. And you find an elect coming to, to, to the pastor. Pastor. I've been praying. I've been watching and observing. Sister Sonso. Sister Gundioyo. And I feel she is the choice of yo, God for yo, me. Yo, and you are being deceived by an unbeliever. She is only wearing a skin. Don't be deceived. She's only wearing a skin. I am a dead diva of sheep. But she's a wolf. Outside church. This is a wolf. That's the Bible language. This is Roman language. This is Bible language. Outside church. This is a wolf. Follow her at school. Let them put a disco there. For leavers party. Let the disco begin to boom. You realize this is not a sheep. This is a wolf. Sheep has a diety. You can never find sheep eating bones. Never. You can never find sheep struggling for bones with dogs. 
So you can never find a daughter of God. All a son of God. Entering into disco door. Never. Never. When I got saved. At the age of 17. I asked. I asked those that were senior to me. I, I love going to films. Is it wrong now that I'm saved? They told me no. Film has no problem. Is it wrong for me to practice boxing? He said, no. You can actually pray that God gives you the anointing to win your opponent. He said, yeah. I'm going to, to, to remain going to, dis, to, to, to films and I'm going to, to, to remain boxing. And now I went into the first film hall because I've been given permission. Church is not against me doing that. I went, I entered there. At Kampala Road. In Fidodido. And then I watched the film. Just like I used to do. But before I finished this film, before I finished, before it ended, I felt this is no longer my fault. I felt I'm in a wrong place. I felt I'm being choked by what I'm watching. And I told God, Lord, this is my last food in this place. I will never enter another film hall. And by the grace of God, 30 years down the road, I have not entered another one. Who told me? That nature changed. The nature in me could no longer feed on that. Then I went to Nachivubo for training. Boxing. First time I came back feeling a grief in my spirit. The joy was gone. Second time I felt a grief. I decided this is no thing for me. It is grieving something precious in me. I will never come back That was the end. But you you keep entering those things. You go to discourse. I accepted the Lord. 
in my pre-seven vacation. And then at school, there was a leavers party. And there, were, there was a disco. There was no believer there to watch me. No one. And I told the headmaster and others I cannot enter there. I got saved. They told me, you are the head boy. You have to be there. You have to give a speech. You should be an example. I said, I will stay outside. When my time to give a speech comes, I will enter and give my speech. But I cannot enter there when disco is going on. And I'm a young believer. And I'm a young believer. Where is the difference? I had believed. I was a child of God now. I'm translated, I'm transformed to the kingdom of light. And what's wrong with you, crow? What's wrong with you, crow? How long shall you deceive? The children of God. That you are a sister. With your God bless you, God bless you. Which God? You better do the works of your father. And let the children of God do the works of your father. Jesus said, I do the works that I saw with my father. And you also do the works of your father. And they said we have one father. And that is Abraham. We are never born out of fornication. He said if Abraham were your father. You would do the works of Abraham. This is the great age of deception. When Christ said so, the two spirits would be so close in the last days till it would deceive the very elected if it were possible. Remember Christ spoke of an elected people for the last day. He spoke about. He spoke of an elected people. Uh-huh. It would deceive the very elected if it were possible. So close. 
Praise God. I want to close. Although I feel like preaching and preaching. But for the sake of the break. I want to close. Now. This is an evil day. This is a great sinful day. I'm not talking about sin in the world. Let me tell you. There is no news. In this world. There is a man who never used to read even newspapers. He was a preacher called Wigglesworth. He said there is no news. Whatever is happening has happened before. Why should I spend my time reading papers? When I have the greatest news flash for all times. Talk about murder. It happened in the Garden of Eden. A brother killing a brother. Because of jealousy. So when we read about murder. In the paper book. Is that news? When we talk about adultery. When we read about adultery. Is that news? It was there. Even among those who professed to be believers. A doubt was mentioned. There's no news. There is nothing new under the earth. Praise God. It is, it keeps repeating. Repeating itself. Repeating itself. But what is new today? What is new today about this? That the people who come in the name of the Lord Satan has put on Satan has put on a garment of believer. And it is so deceiving that is what is new. Don't think that this is talking only about Pentecostals and about whatever miracle performance. No. Even in Amish. You get deceived that that is a believer. When he's not. That is what is new for this age. 
You get wedded with a wolf. Put it on, putting on a sheepskin. And you reach there. It tears you to pieces. I was told. In Mombasa, the Amajini. So a certain man boarded a taxi. And then Ao. he saw his uh, neighbor on one side having side hooves. And he got shocked. And he told his neighbor on the other side. What is this? The guy is having hooves. And the guy, the man looked at him What's wrong with having hooves? He looked down. He also had hooves. So he looked around. Oh, his passenger mates had hooves. He was deceived that it is a, a taxi, a normal taxi. He did not know he's taking a taxi of Majini. That's what deception means. You go to a church and it's a church of people with hooves. Please check your neighbor. Look at your neighbor. Unless he has hooves. You go to a church. The pastor has hooves. The choir has hooves. You are deceived. Women are wearing trousers. Painted lips. Plated hair. And when you want to tell the other one, hey. Strange. Look at that one. Strange. Is he a man? Is he a woman? But he has played the hair. And this one will ask you. What's wrong? With a man playing hair. You realize. You boarded a wrong taxi. You came to look for salvation. But you entered a wrong thing. Deception. In this last day. It is an edge full of darkness. It's a dark age. Then how does the message how does this someone come in? Someone in a strength to bring forth. It means we the church, we the elect, to stand 
okuyimirira to stand kuyimirira and overcome sin no kuwangula ekibi and not only overcome sin era sikuwangula buwanguzi kibi but preach conviction na yeno kubulira obaka owebigame birumiriza until this crazy generation this insane generation until it gains sense until somebody gains sense now, how will you tell people who have hooves that it's wrong to someone to have hooves? What's wrong? What's wrong with having hooves? He has two toes, divided hooves. What's wrong? Now, what, huh, what will you tell him? The wrong is obvious. But he's asking what's wrong. But it's obvious. So please, you are in a wrong community. And someone asks, what's wrong with a woman putting on trousers? What's wrong with it? This is a, this is a, a modern thing. Style. What's wrong with a man plating hair? Everyone is free to do whatever they want to do. Christ doesn't look on the outside. He sees the heart. Isn't that one equal to the one who is uh, kind of Where will you get the language? Where will you get the words? That will show him that he's abnormal. And to show him that he's sick in his mind. And he said, I'm also saved. And I belong to this church. For us, our pastor allows us to put on trousers. And even does miracles. What's wrong with it? He's kind of uh, defending hooves. And he's asking what's wrong with it. Now such a person, what language will he use? Or what words will you use to show him that it's wrong? To show him that it's not... It's not human. If he can ask what's wrong with having hooves, now what language will you use? What anointing will you use to bring that person back to a human thinking or to the right or normal human thinking? It is the age that we are living in. It is an insane age. They are learned, but they are insane. They are insane, learned people. And the things that are so wrong, 
They look at them as normal things. And they will ask, what's wrong with this? Don't you make us old or stone age people? Don't you take us back in the village? This is a, a modern age. Here we are seeking to look good. Yet even my wife looks better than them. My daughter looks better than them. She has a natural hair. She takes care of, of the hair naturally. She doesn't have makeup. But when she passes by, they turn their heads. Is it really natural? They are mad. And then you ask the, uh, the style or the looking good that they are seeking for. The manufactured things. For me, I told one, if you want to look good, and to attract men so that they can like you that you're good. Ask we, the men. Because we are the consumers. Don't be self-consumer. You're the one who is selling katogo and no kawana. And you're praising Ask the customers. Now, a woman ought to ask men what they appreciate the most. There is no a man who is sin who, is, who rejoices or who is happy with a woman who is putting on like a prostitute. And our girls and our women who put on well and they, they, they make themselves look good in the natural way. They attract men so much and they look like that there is no price that can be paid for them. They are not for them. Because they are not available. They are not available. They are not for sale. But any man any man if would put before him a girl who's putting on a trouser that is, has entered in and you put before him a girl who's putting on a dress that fits her very well a girl who looks like a rose that has just bloomed. There is no man who will say he's attracted by the other one. That is the one that he respects. He will respect this one who looks gentle. 
will be attracted by this one. The one who looks like who was brought up. The one who looks like she was brought up in a proper family. But not this one who looks like who appears like she was brought up very well. She was brought up very well. That attracts the heart of a man. Even if you ask me for a billion, ten billion shillings, if I have it, for her to be my wife, I would pay it. But the bad thing is, where they are, those who are like that, they also want the children of God. They want to marry those. They don't want to get marry a drunkard. To spend the night when alcohol is smelling in the house. And it's like, the, like toilets. Do you know how alcohol smells? Someone who spends the day drinking alcohol. Drinking. And he comes and sleeps within the same bed. And the child of God gets married to such. I've, I've met men who tell me, me, for me I'll marry a girl who is saved. And I tell them, if that one will accept you, and you marry a girl that is saved you, know that they've conned you. That one is not saved. Because a girl who is saved cannot get married to you. A saved person marries a saved person. A believer marries a believer. And a person that they believe the same a child of God a child of God marries someone who believes like her or him and you find a Muslim say for me I married a, a saved girl I've ever met them and I tell them you were conned a saved girl or a believer cannot get married to you, a Muslim. They conned you. You didn't marry a saved girl or a believer. Just to be that you got her from the church. It doesn't make her saved or it doesn't make her a believer. This one was like you. But for you, you are putting on another skin. The difference is she just put up and put on a skin that does not belong to her. Even here, they are around. They are putting on sheep skin. But they even go to the discos. They even commit adultery. They even lie. They are hypocrites. They are just hidden in here. When that one gets married to a Muslim, 
He has married something that belongs to them that are just hidden in skin. When she gets married to a fellow drunkard, when she gets married to these people who go to the discord, he has then married something of the like. This is a very evil age. Oh, I love to preach it this way. I love to preach the truth bare. And judgment begins in the house of God. And the Bible says that great judge on that day will separate like a shepherd. Separate sheep from goats. God you will deceive people until that day. But on that day you're not going to deceive him. He will separate like a shepherd. Separates goats from sheep. You can deceive Gideon. You can deceive that person who is next to you. But you will never deceive him on that day. Because he knows you. He, he knows the things that you do when you're outside church. He knows the things that you love. He knows the things that you enjoy. You wouldn't be sheep. And you enjoy those things. It is impossible. He knows you. Your days are numbered. numbered. Every time you celebrate a new year, a happy birthday, a happy birthday, your years of deceiving have, have reduced. Praise God. So, brethren, strength to bring forth. This is a day of Rebuke. It's a day of trouble. It's a day of rebuke. It's a day of blasphemy. Praise God. Where is the strength to bring forth? Where are the preachers that will stand and anointing and call sin, sin and righteous, righteous. Where are the preachers who stand and anointing and Where is the unction? Where we can preach black, black, and white, white. Where shall we get the anointing to preach hell so hot? 
Until the sinner will begin feeling it here. Where is the anointing? That will preach God's judgment. Before the main judgment Before the great and dreadful day comes. Oh, God help us. The children have come to the bath. Where is the strength? Church of the living God. Where is the strength? Where is the revival? Where is the stirring? Where is the unction? Let us turn on our feet. We need a revival. Speak to the Lord. Today, you can be saved. Bible says, Seek the Lord while he can still be found. Call on him while he's still near. Revive must begin in the church. It must begin in the pulpit. Must begin in you. Then you will take it to the world. Darkness cannot cast out darkness. It is light that casts out darkness. Worldlyism cannot cast out worldliness. Souls of men are going to hell every moment. They are dropping into hell every second. And the church is laying here in coldness. Formal. No different. With the world. Where shall we have the unction to rebuke this hell-going generation that some elect of God will come to himself. It takes real revival. It will take real anointing. It will take another John the Baptist. The children have come to the bath. Where is the strength? Where is the strength to bring forth? If the church is formal and called, how shall it preach? the righteousness of God. Isaiah, when he was no better, when he was no better, how could he go and prophesy? But when he saw the righteousness of God, when he cried one to me, for I am undone. 
Then he was purged. And after purging, he was ready to respond to the voice. Here I am, send me. How shall God send a lying lips? To speak to the liars. You are still a liar. And you expect God to use you? How? How shall God use that vessel? Lord, send the fire. Lord, purge. Please purge. Please purge. Please purge. Mukama wa gurisa.